0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away. Here's the pitch, and Brown,
2: five ball, deep center field.
3: Tavares back. He'll turn and watch that one fly. Off the back wall. The pitch. Fastball, strike three, called. High octane at 95. A half a dozen Ks for Caprillion through four.
1: It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron.
2: Swing on a fly ball right field and deep and Haggerty's going back. At the track. You'll turn and watch it fly. And Loriotto goes the other way with a three-run home
1: run. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast. Your home for non-stop A's baseball. A's Total Access with Chris Townsend. Start now.
4: It's an absolute beautiful summer day here at the ballpark for the Athletics and the World Champs. The Atlanta Braves are in town and you want to see stuff. As our buddy Eno Saris from the Athletics says, stuff plus you're going to get a lot of it today on the mound. Spencer Strider up against Ken Waldachuk. Come out and see us here at the Coliseum. Vince Catronio joins us and Vince You like power, you like power pitching, you're going to see a lot of it today out on the mound. I don't think there's any question about that, town. I mean, Ken
3: Waldachuk in the minor leagues this year, 137 Ks and 95 innings, most of that in the Yankees system. I thought he was impressive against the Nationals. Maybe we'll see the introduction of the changeup, the Vulcan changeup, which he throws a little bit sooner. In this game, he was pretty fastball-intensive early against the Nationals. Gave up some hits, had a little bit of command issues, but then kind of settled into that game. And Spencer Strider, I mean... (laughs) Talking about a team that's second in the league in the ERA, and a lot of people want to talk about Max Fried and uh, you know Charlie Morton and last night Kyle Wright, a 17-game winner. This guy is blowing 98 with a slider, coming right at you, 174 strikeouts and 114 innings. He's only six foot, but he's got those great legs and that great drive toward the plate. It'll be interesting to watch both of these pitchers compete today. I think as whoever holds down the team. The best is the one that's going to win. I don't think we're going to have the kind of slugfest we saw last night.
4: Uh, and he's got a great mustache, too, so he's bringing <laughs> a lot out. And the thing is, it's like is he's basically like a closer that just keeps coming out inning after inning after inning.
3: 94 innings in the minor leagues, and that's it for Strider. And right in the heart of a pennant race for a team that's in first place for the first time all year, trying to chase down and uh, maybe get past the Mets, although the Mets are winning game one of their doubleheader today. It's going to be a great final three weeks i think if you're atlanta you want to win the division because you get home field with that and so there are some things certainly that'll uh, make these final three weeks pretty spicy in both leagues for the playoff playoff picture
4: yeah i mean they're doing it again they did it last year people left them for dead next thing you know they're in the playoffs they win a world series there's something about these guys
3: they've got a great culture over there and uh, you know ron washington is a part of it certainly but brian snicker who's a lifetime brave almost 50 years in the game with atlanta And you see guys, you know, like Austin Raleigh kind of coming into his own. Dansby Swanson's been around for a while. Then you have the young guys like Grissom and Harris, and they step in and they don't lose a beat. So they've got some things that are pretty special that are happening there. They're accountable to each other, and that's why they're in a position that they're in. It should be fun to see it all play out for them.
4: Have a great call. Thank you. Speaking of Wash, Ron Washington next right here. A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
5: I got Park Hill and West Valley covered on Tuesday. At Marita's pool service, the current staffing plan doesn't hold water. Three more neighborhood pools on the same day. She needs more pool technicians to dive into work head first. That's awesome, but uh, now we're shorthanded. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
6: This is A's Total Access.
4: Ron Washington, one of the great Oakland A's coaches of all time, in town with the Atlanta Braves. He stopped by A's Cast Live. It's always big for Wash to come home.
7: It's always wonderful to come back to Oakland. And, um, you know, they look like they're in a little rebuilding stage, but uh, I think uh, they're in good hands with Kasi and his group. And uh, they do play play hard on the field, and that's all you can ask for. Um, it's always walking down memory lane when I walk into this stadium because there are a ton of memories here. And I'm sorry I missed the 20-game win yeah. streak party. I heard it was outstanding. <laughs> I, I wish I could have gotten here, but it just didn't work out.
4: What does it mean to you that even though you weren't here, you were brought up a lot during that, during that time and all the interviews?
7: Well, it, it means a lot because I was a part of it. I mean, I was standing outside the lines. The guys did it between the lines, but we were a family, and that's the way we went about our business, and that's the one memory I always keep when I do come back to Oakland. um, The years that I was here, it was 17 of them, and uh, we were a family, and that's the way we went about our business as a family.
4: I wanted to ask you about Art Howe, because there's a lot of emotion around Art, unfortunately, about the movie, the way he was portrayed. And right before we were gonna introduce him, I did an interview with him. And I asked him about what's it gonna to mean to you to get that love, to truly know how much this fan base loves you. During his answer, he choked up and started to cry.
7: That's art. Um, you know, I learned so much from him just by watching him work when I was working for him. Um, he let the players play. He let his, his coaches coach. Uh, he stepped in when he had to step in. Uh, he was a common factor. Uh, he knows a lot of baseball. Um, of course, those guys loved him. I love him to death uh, because when I got my first man- managing job, I brought him on as my bench coach uh, because I wanted his wisdom and knowledge next to me. And um, he's always going to be a tremendous part of my life because he gave me my first opportunity as a, ma- as a coach in the big leagues.
4: And one guy I think you would have loved to have seen because we hadn't seen him other than an opposing player. He would never come back. And put that A's jersey on, but he did. He's a guy that you helped make the MVP. You've made a lot of good players. This guy was the MVP.
7: You must be talking about Miguel Tejada. Miguel
4: Tejada coming back, and I did the interview with him. He was emotional. He just hadn't been back. But he was welcome back and just kind of, hey, remember, Miguel, you're a big part of this family. Don't ever forget that. I think that would have been nice for you to see him because he's a big part of what the A's did, especially during that time. You
7: know, it's it's funny how life worked. Uh, We did the All-Star game because we were the World Series champs, so we did the All-Star game, and I ran into Miguel. That's the first time I seen Miguel since he left Baltimore, and he still looked good. And um, I just always told him when I seen him how much he meant to me because he kept me vigorated, he kept me working, he kept me trying. The, the things that I've learned about infield play, I was able to start with Miguel, Eric Chavez, Mark Gellis, Jason Giambi. Those were the guys that gave me my opportunity to be a, a major league infield coach. And from that point, it just grew. Yeah. And they were the reason that it grew, because I was able to take my ideas and my visions and use on them. See, they were puppets. (laughs) They didn't know it. (laughs) Scott Hatterberg, we were talking to Hatterberg, and he's like, no,
4: Billy Bean and Ron Washington were not in my living room.
7: (laughs) That did not happen. No, it happened in Phoenix Municipal Stadium. We had the conversation. It did happen in Phoenix Municipal Stadium. Uh, That was a movie, of course. Yeah. But the conversation, it did happen. And the results of that conversation it did happen, too, yeah. because Scottberg turned himself into a hell of a first baseman.
4: I want everybody to know it's hot out here today, and we've been doing this show almost two hours. This is where we do every home show, and I was over there watching you. When we started, before we started this show, you were out there working with somebody, one of your middle infielders. I don't care. I couldn't see who it was.
7: The first one was Grisham.
4: So I want everybody to know it's been hours out in the heat <laughs> that you're out here. There's something about... In you, work ethic. Not only do you love being a teacher, you love helping people, and that's the great thing. A, a, a coach, a teacher, loves the best part of your job is helping somebody else. But what, when did you learn that work ethic that you're out there today, you're grinding in the sun?
7: Learned that work ethic when I was in the projects in New Orleans. Um, you bring that with you as a child. And then the people that you run into when you finally get a chance to get into the professional ranks, Every one of my coaches made a difference in my life, and every one of my coaches that I've had from rookie ball to the major leagues is inside of Ron Washington. And I express it every single day. I couldn't tell you which one it is coming out. Sometimes I can tell you which one it is coming out, (laughs) but they all are inside of me. And um, that's the way I was brought up. And I try to pass that on and hope that the kids that I'm dealing with, um, when they get to the point where they become seniors instead of juniors, Uh, They can pass it on, and that's how we keep the game going. Um, That little work we do is only four minutes. I don't care how hot it is. It's only four minutes. You can get it done in four minutes and be gone. Now, the player can get it done in four minutes and be gone. I got six players. So I'm out there getting six guys, and I'm the one doing the sweating. I'm the (laughs) one doing the work. You see what I'm saying? But when they see me get through that work, it makes it good for them to get through the work. Cause when I was a youngster and I had older coaches, I used to say, if he could hang out here doing this, I'm gonna hang out here doing this. And that's the mindset I try to give to those kids. If I'm out here in this heat, it doesn't matter. You only get four minutes. I got six guys. So that's four times six multiplied. And then there's conversation about what may have happened the day before. Uh, what we need to do, what you might be doing wrong, what we have to correct, all of that goes on. It's not just me on my knees flipping balls to him. To hear the entire
4: interview, you go to athletics.com slash A's cast or watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Ron Washington, he's the best. Up next, Jessica Kleinschmidt with Austin Riley right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
0: Nerd. Here at NerdWallet, we often see people struggle with financial decisions, like with Helen. Hey,
9: Helen. Hello,
0: hello, hello. Uh, Helen, you're all over the place. Uh,
9: I'm trying to pick a rewards credit card, and I've ended up, well, everywhere. everywhere. everywhere.
0: With NerdWallet, you don't have to feel all over the place. NerdWallet has side-by-side comparisons of top credit cards. So whether you need a card for groceries or travel, the smartest card for you is right there.
9: Wow. 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 Now I'm in one place with the right
1: travel rewards card.
0: Nice. Nice indeed. NerdWallet, the smartest decision for all your financial
2: decisions.
1: A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. Outside
2: corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it.
3: Perfect pitch, right on the black. Breaky ball hit high in the air to left. It's deep. Back on it is Eaton. At the track, at the wall, and
1: gone! This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron. Welcome back to A's Total Access,
9: presented by Chevron. Jessica Klein-Schmidt here. Ahead of A's Braves, I have a sit-down with Braves third baseman Austin Riley. Take a listen. You know, it was a really cool moment last night. You approached the plate, and these MVP chants started. And mind you, we're at an away Stadium right now, and those were being heard. What's it like, A, hearing that chant, but also B, just having your name involved in these MVP conversations?
10: Uh, you know, personally, I, I you know I try to I try not to, to listen to it just because, like I said, I'm focused on. You know, getting a job done, um, but you know, to, to have my name thrown around—it's—it's—it's it's, it's pretty cool, pretty humbling. Um, you know, just the, the hard work that I've put in um, to to get to where I'm at. Um, I think that's where you know the most most rewarding part about it is. But no, I just—you know—I feel like I've—you I've, know. My numbers could be better in, in, in different different aspects of the game and, and, you know, just try to, like I said, just try to go out there and, and not, not think about anything. Just go out there and try to try to help the team win.
9: And it's interesting because I know you mentioned numbers and I feel like this game kind of defines you by a number. How are you able to rule that out and keep that distraction from bugging you so much? You
10: know, I think it's just, you know, trusting in your, your work, trusting in your, your routines that you have, whether it's, you know, with Watts or in the cage. And and just go out there and try to, you know, whatever the game is is dictating, dictating at that certain point in time, try to try to execute that. And then you know, at the end of the day, whatever whatever happens, happens. Um, And that's you know that's the way I try to try to go about it.
9: You mentioned you know you want your numbers to be better, but you still remain pretty consistent at the plate. You know, it's an average. The batting average is something that's kind of gone ignored these days not a lot of bat to ball skills but how are you able to stay consistent at the plate
10: you know i think just you know kind of what i was saying my, my routine i have a specific routine that i go out there and do um and, and that allows me to just go out there when i'm when i'm in the box and focus on what the what the pitcher's trying to trying to do and, and execute my plan you know i feel like you know in years past I've, I've gone out there searching for hits and and now it's more about hey what kind of plan do i have and you know as long as i go out there and execute that i put myself in a good spot.
9: You, you talked about being humble and it's not something that I think you take lightly. I feel like you have a really strong background that has helped you maintain this humble mentality.
10: Yeah, no, I, I just, you know, I try not to take anything for granted. Um, you know, didn't didn't come from much growing up and and um, and just, you know, all the support that I've had back home from my mom and dad. They've sacrificed so much for for me to be here. and. And, you know, just, you know, all the support, like I said, from families to friends and just, you know, it's a it's a humbling experience. And, and this game is, is you know, it can be taken from you, you know, tomorrow. You never know what what, the, you know, what, like I said, what tomorrow brings. And, and like I said, you just got to go out there and, and try to, you know, play, play your hardest no, no matter what.
9: You're kind of spoiled. You have this big target over there at first base. And we're very <laughs> familiar with him. And not just the fact that he's a big target, but he can stick it. And he kind of can tell a play is about to occur before it actually occurs. What's it like having Matt Olson as not only your first baseman, but just as a teammate?
10: Oh, great teammate. Uh, loved spending time with the, with the guy this year, um, getting to know him. Um, you know, he loves the game, plays hard, super competitive. Um, and he fits in great and, and uh, you know having him at first base two you know two-time gold glove uh, It makes you know it makes my my confidence go up when you know All I gotta do is just get it over there, and there's a good chance. He's gonna uh, you know pick me up So no have that having him over there is, is awesome uh, And like I said even even better teammate
9: the Braves you look at this lineup, and it's just like a Strong hitter after strong hitter after strong hitter, but is there a guy that maybe isn't being talked about enough?
10: uh you know, you, you, you know, I could talk a lot about our young guys, you know, Vaughn Grisham and, and uh, Michael Harris. Those guys have, you know, really the bottom of our, our lineup has been huge for us, especially here lately. Just, you know, constantly coming up, you know, in, in big moments and, and executing and, um, you know, they, they, they've they come up, you know, especially those two guys have come up and, and, and adjusted well and and it doesn't seem like any moment's too big for them. Um and, and you know those those two guys have been huge, and, and along with our, I, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to our pitchers. They've they've done a phenomenal job picking us, you know, picking us up in big moments. Starting pitchers been great. Bullpen's been phenomenal. So uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of guys that could be talked about.
9: Is there is this your first time at the Coliseum?
10: Yes, first time. I uh, want to
9: know. I always ask the opposing third baseman, "How do you feel about all that foul territory?"
10: Well, you know, I think there was a play last night. It was, you know, ball bounced, uh, foul fly ball, just on the other side of the the mound. It was like I ran over there. It ended up being strike two, and I had to shift. I had to run all the way back to right field. I was, I was a little gassed. So. Uh, <laughs> no a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of foul ground um and you just got to kind of be on your toes at all times whether when the ball goes in the air you never know um you know talk with matt a little bit like today's you know day games are you know no clouds super bright you know he said there may be some seagulls flying around (laughs) yeah so um you know some some obstacles for sure
9: tell you about the sun too i feel like the sun shines a little bit brighter here
10: yeah no it does (laughs) um and, and um you know, I, I'm I'm curious to see how how it plays. You know, during the day, like I said, first time being here, so um, but no, it's a it's a cool 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 stadium, cool atmosphere, different for sure. Yeah. Um, but um, no, I'm excited.
9: Before I let you go, it'd be remiss I had to talk about this beautiful man, Ron Washington. Oh, here, it's, it's, tell me a little bit what it's like having that guy as a part of your staff.
10: You know, he brings it every day, and, and he you know he I always talk about his attention to detail. I think is what you know probably. The you know, for me, is what's the different make, difference maker for, for him. Uh, um, just you know, he, he every nothing goes unnoticed. You know, especially when we're doing our drill work. You know, he's made me a, twice the defender I am or was. Um, like I said, just because you know he he pays so close attention to everything, um, and I give you know to, honestly I give him all the credit for the reason why I can stay at third base.
9: <laughs> thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That was Braves third baseman Austin Riley. Coming up next is Vince Contronio on A's Total Access presented by Chevron. Stay tuned.
6: Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's
5: ubeo.com. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente,
3: At Boot Barn, we believe that the cowboy boot is an American icon. Today's boots are not only rooted in history, but are enhanced with modern technology features for the working cowboy. Ariat boots are built with advanced technology that provides the comfort and support of a high-performance athletic shoe, yet still has the functionality and durability of the iconic cowboy boot. And at Boot Barn, we carry over a quarter of a million pairs of Ariat boots nationwide.
6: Ariat at Boot Barn. This is A's total access.
3: A's getting ready to wrap up their series with the Atlanta Braves. I know there are 26 games left to play, but if the playoffs began today, both Houston and the Yankees would have a bye in the American League. So would the Dodgers and the Mets, even though the Mets and Braves are tied currently because the Mets, uh, even though it plays games left to play, which is why this is uh, not iron-clad have uh, led the season series with Atlanta. Then Toronto would be at Cleveland. First round of the playoffs, Seattle would be at Tampa Bay in the American League. San Diego would be at St. Louis, who likely wins to the Central, and Philadelphia would be at Atlanta. Internationally, part of the reason why, San Diego, part of walk-off mania last night. This is how they won their game, coming back on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Up the middle into center field! Broderick will score! Here comes Myers! Here comes the Padres! Walk off win!
2: Jorge Alfaro has done it again!
8: Once again, Alfaro finds a hole. Two outs. Here comes El Gallo for the game winner. That's a nice battle back, folks.
2: All the way back from a five-run deficit, the Padres walk
3: it off in spectacular fashion that's don Orsolo and um, mark grant on padres television the 10th walk-off victory of 2022 for the padres they weren't alone the phillies also at the moment in the postseason they hold on to one of the spots in the wild card and they had to do it late as well for their victory at home and a line drive base it into right field garcia gets to it here comes harper the throw to the plate and the Phillies win it 3-2. to two. Tom McCarthy on Phillies television, the fifth walk-off victory for the Fightins this year for Gene Segura, who was the hero, his eighth career walk-off victory playing for the Phillies, and also Aaron Nola, his fourth 200 strikeout season. Steve Carlton owns the record for the Phillies at seven. Colorado uh, spoiling chances for the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers had a 6-1 lead against Colorado in Coors Field. But again, it's Coors Field and anything can happen. Here's the 3-2. Take a good look. You won't see this one for Long. Walk-off three-run home run. Concourse shot for Randall Grichick. That one comes with some exclamation points. What a comeback win for the Rockies that's Drew Goodman on Rockies television for Milwaukee, their 11th blown save since August 1st. At the moment, they're on the outside looking in. They are three games back of getting into the wild card, either the Atlanta Braves or the Mets, the Phillies, and San Diego in the National League. As for Cleveland, they're trying to hold off the Minnesota Twins, and their best player came up huge for them last night. And a base hit in the left field will give them the lead. Hedges score. Miles Straw, he's coming around as well, and he will score. It is 2-0 Cleveland on a two-out-two-run single by Jose Ramirez, and he now has 108 runs batted in on the season. He is second in the league only to Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees, and nobody else is even over 90 runs batted in. As play begins, that's uh, Cleveland Television with the call there. As play began today, the Mets and the Braves were tied atop the National League East and the Mets are already started a double header they decided to go back to back today against the Pittsburgh Pirates in game one. Fly ball deep center field back goes to to the warning track back at the wall it's out of here Tyler Naquin with a three
8: run homer. And now Escobar crushes one to right, and that's out of here. Back to back home runs for Naquin and Escobar. And it's 5-0 New York.
3: This is the ninth doubleheader that the Mets have played so far this season. They're 12-4 in terms of their one loss record in the previous eight doubleheaders. They've lost three games in a row. That is the longest losing streak of the year. Looks like they'll avoid four in a row. And Chris Bassett, who won 12 games last year in command today in the first game against the Pirates, it'll be a career-high 13 wins for him as he goes to the mound today and pitching effectively. For the New York Mets, they had sole possession of first place every day since April 11th until last night when the Atlanta Braves defeated the Oakland Athletics. Elsewhere, as far as baseball is concerned, Xander Bogarts leading the American League in batting at 315. Last year, Yuli Gurriel hit 318 to win the batting title in the American League. It would be the lowest batting average in the American League to win the title since Carl Yastrzemski back in in 1968, with a batting average of 301, of course, known as the year of the pitcher. Around Major League Baseball, they lowered the mound five inches after that season was complete. Elsewhere, as far as Paul Goldschmidt is concerned, leading the National League in batting at 329. The last St. Louis Cardinal to win the batting title was Albert Pujols back in 2003, a 359 batting average. And Justin Verlander, who's currently on the IL for the Houston Astros, has 16 wins. It's the leading number of victories in the America League. If he holds up at that spot, it'll be the fewest wins for a man in a full season to win uh, that particular title in America League history going back to 1901. The A's with Ken Waldachuk today for the Athletics and Spencer Strider going this afternoon for the Atlanta Braves. More of A's Total Access with Chris Townsend when we come back after this.
6: With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band.
9: Next up for lead guitar. You're in.
6: Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.
2: The 2 pitch. Waved it and Cole Urban strikes out the side.
1: A's Cast is your 24 7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
4: And it's time now for the stat of the day brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Ken Waldachuk, we know, has fantastic stuff. Making his second career start, but you got to watch out for the Braves. They are really good against left handed pitchers. Second best OPS 807 this year against left handed pitching, only trailing the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, time for the injury report brought to you by Kaiser Permanente, reminding you to stay safe, stay positive, and stay healthy. Visit kp.org today. Cody Thomas finally getting his chance to play. After dealing with injuries, now 27,
12: ready to rock. Uh, for Cody, I think you know this is an opportunity for him to to, um, to leave you know leave an impression, um, earn opportunity and uh, and build relationships for us as a staff. Uh, we didn't get to, to interact with him in spring training uh, due to the injury, so I think it was important to get him here. Uh, He's put a lot of hard work into his rehab for the last few months, and uh, I think in itself, earned himself a chance to get back here.
4: Mark Katze on his left fielder who started his career hitting 583. Not bad. Let's just see what he's got. Coming up next, Ken Waldachuk joins us. Today's starter right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
3: Hey, A's fans.
6: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show.
4: We had Ken Waldachuk today, starter yesterday on A's Cast Live, and we talked about what the the trade from the Yankees to the A's meant to him.
13: Uh, Yeah, it was uh, was pretty crazy at first, uh, (laughs) you know, getting on a plane, saying bye to everyone, um, but it was awesome. Uh, I knew some people in the organization, uh, so I knew there would be some familiar faces, and uh, I was pumped to be able to get to work.
4: And what would it mean what did it mean to you to come back to the Bay Area?
13: Uh, it's awesome. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of like really good friends I have nearby that uh, I haven't seen in, <laughs> in a couple of years. Uh, so it'll be good to reconnect with them. And yeah, and just to be back in like this environment is going to be awesome.
4: Did it help also with JP Sears coming with you?
13: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think he, he got moved up within a week of uh, when we got sent over. Um, but it was cool just knowing someone that I came with. Uh, he was a pretty good friend over there. so. Yeah, it definitely helped.
4: When you first talked to David Force, the general manager, once the trade happened, what did he say to you and what he thought the plan would be for you?
13: Um, I mean, I actually talked to uh, Feinstein. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the plan was just, um, I think, just for me to go to the PCL and try to pitch there and learn how to how to throw there and then hopefully get a taste up here.
4: Yeah, unfortunately, you had to go to Vegas when Feinstein calls you, and you got to go to Vegas. You're like, oh my! I mean, God, oh, I'm going to Vegas, but pitching there, we've seen just the horror stories about pitching there. But then you get the call up, and now it's for real. What was going on for you? Like, I'm now at the big league level, and I'm getting my opportunity.
13: Yeah, I mean, at first it was definitely I was definitely a little shocked, <laughs> like I I got told, and I I was pumped, but I don't think it really hit me until uh, until I was on that plane uh coming coming over here
4: and then how about the very first batter you face first pitch they're hacking against you
13: yeah um yeah there i just had so much adrenaline i thought let me just let me just put one in the zone <laughs> uh and put it in the zone it was just right down the middle and <laughs> yeah he just hacked and got a good swing off on it
4: i was thinking about it thinking like if i was you and you're up there right heart's pounding you got all this adrenaline this is what you've wanted your entire life, right? And it's almost like they knew – it's like they were like every fast – they were swinging every fastball. I mean, it was like, – and I could see where at first it's like, what is going on? But they came out and ambushed right away swinging. But after that, you settled down. You start throwing your change up. You start throwing your breaking ball. Talk about how once the once the emotion. – I'm sure the emotion never went away. But once you settled down – things changed for you in that start
13: yeah um, I mean I was able to pick up that that was kind of their game plan and that's why I kind of deviated the change up and yeah and then once I was able to get to two strikes I was able to throw some some sliders and stuff and stuff fastballs up out of the zone and uh, I think that's when I started to see some some better results that outing
4: so what was it like after you after you get done you thought about it I'm now a big league pitcher
13: yeah I mean Instant reaction I was pretty upset that uh that I walked two guys and got pulled and didn't finish the inning. Uh, I kind of wanted to make it make it five. Uh, um, but at the end of the day I was like that that was a pretty cool experience. It was something definitely that I can build off of uh, and I felt like I learned a lot.
4: What are your expect your expectations for yourself as you're now in the rotation and you're going to get starts till the end of the year?
13: Yeah, I mean I just I kind of just want to stay like in the zone um and just learn every outing um I mean I kind of just wanted to get to work and see how my stuff plays, see what adjustments I have to make on certain stuff, and, yeah, and just have fun.
4: Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. It's like you get up here, you want to see, like, how do – you're going tomorrow, right? I am. Like, you're going up against a team that, you know, is one of the top teams in baseball, and you're going up against a team won the World Series last year. You get a chance to see, how do I match? You've always wondered, now you get to know.
13: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for the opportunity.
4: And have you – so now – We just talked with Nino Saris about this. Technology up here is different than technology down in the minor leagues. Now, I know the Yankees were pretty good with technology, but are you using it differently? Are you getting different views, looks, data? What is it like now that you're up here?
13: Um, Yeah, I'm still sticking to a similar approach on how I was preparing for lineups. Um, Definitely a different base here, so I'm able to go a little more in-depth. Uh, and definitely with the with the level of hitters up here, I think I have to go more in depth as well uh, on certain stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm just kind of keeping the same approach and seeing if it still works.
4: And a lot of it is what, sticking to your strengths? I mean, you got to stick with what, what got yeah, you here. Yeah,
13: m- my strengths versus their weaknesses,
4: uh, how to get ahead, how to put them away, all that. All right. I know it, it may not have happened yet, but what's the big league moment? for you where you're like oh my god i'm in the big league.
13: the big league moment um man it was probably it was probably just warming up uh before that start and having like some hecklers out there and all that and they
4: were getting after you
13: not crazy not crazy but just having people having all those people here early uh that was definitely like a new uh new thing do you remember what they were saying to you? No, I don't remember at all. No. <laughs> but just the fact that they yeah. were
4: out there? Yeah. In our nation's capital. It was kind of cool, you know, to to be at that ballpark and, and, and to get that very first start. We're all so happy for you. And, and just so you know, ever since the trade, how jacked Ace fans are for you and J.P. Sears to be here, knowing that you two are a big part of our future. And I think the two of you together coming here to be in the rotation a long time would, would mean a lot.
13: Yeah, yeah, it'd definitely be awesome.
4: Ken check on the mound today to hear the entire interview. Go to athletics.com slash A's cast, or you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Coming up next, the pitching coach of your Oakland Athletics, Scott Emerson, with the voice of the A's, Ken Korak, next right here. A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
5: The Marvel Universe is arriving at the Coliseum for Marvel Superhero Day on September
2: 10th. Someone got drilled
5: to left, way back. Sierra will turn and watch it fly. And Murphy has hit it out. Get there early to grab your very own Black Panther Funko Pop presented by Xfinity before watching your A's take on the White Sox. Tickets start at just $15 and are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com.
6: Ray Maliautsa here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model, plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Staples has everything for school at great prices, so this year you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into our class
9: four foot replica of the statue of liberty using elbow macaroni
6: with glue and art supplies from staples by tomorrow this week crayola 24 count crayons staples comp books and two pocket poly folders are each just 50 cents get everything on your list at amazing prices this year go forward to school with staples shop in store online or buy online and pick up in store ends nine ten. limit 30 this is a's total access Another
2: beautiful day, and it's warm at the Coliseum on this Wednesday, final game of the season series, the Is and the Braves. And Scott Emerson, the A's Pitching Coach, joins us. You check the weather reports in the morning, especially when the weather is this warm, because pitching coaches don't like it when it's this hot.
14: Yeah, you just get in the car and figure it out. But, uh, you know, uh, the weather normally here in Northern California is great, and, uh, you know, we got a couple of hot days ahead of us, so uh, we're just going to have to deal with it.
2: The ball was flying last night.
14: Yeah, you know, uh, we, we obviously pitch in some ballparks where it's, it's home run friendly. And uh, last night it felt a little bit home run friendly. So, you know, you got to get back to making your pitches and executing your pitches. And when we do that, we're really
2: good. Is there any way to quantify how much farther the ball will fly on a really warm day here? Like, is it an extra 5 feet or 10 feet or 15 feet? I don't know if that's even a fair question.
14: Well, I, I think, you know, if – you, you look at all the data and uh, like you said when it, when it's hot here the ball flies out of here and uh, you know we got a little hot day going on right now and we're just going to have to make our pitches and execute our pitches keep them off balance like we, we always try to do and when we do that you know, we're good and we got a good guy with good stuff going today.
2: That would be Ken Waldachuk. What were your impressions of his first major league start last week?
14: You know, Ken, Ken's the sky's the limit for this kid, in my opinion. Uh, he comes in with a great pedigree, great size, great strength. Uh, he's got a good four pitch mix that's good. He just needs games. He needs to get out there and, and see what the big leagues are all about. See what these hitters are trying to do against him. You know, it's one thing to pitch in the minor leagues and, and you know work on stuff, but when you Play against good elite hitters. They'll tell you what you need to work on. And he's got a real tough lineup to try to go through today. And I just expect him to go out there, uh, give us what he's got, and uh, we'll just keep evaluating.
2: Would you say with Waldichuk, a plus fastball and a plus changeup?
14: Yeah, you know, from what I've seen, and I, I like his slider as well. When, when you're throwing, you know, 95, 97 with that fastball, and you got that ability to change speeds off that fastball with a good changeup and then he's got a a a really good slider and a developing curveball from what i've seen so far in one game and watching him on video and and only you know being able to watch him really for one bullpen you know the the tough thing is like when do you really start to to dive in on somebody you know i i gotta collect intel he's got to collect intel and then uh you know, then we really go to work on you know building his arsenal. So uh, right now, for me, it's just kind of watching Ken go out there, compete, pitch. How does he handle the little things? Um, and, uh, you know, how is his mental approach to the game? And then, then we can build off that.
2: That's a great point that you make because just joining the ball club, like we said, last week comes over from the Yankees organization in early August so you've got to kind of pick your spots don't you as far as how much information you want to give him right now
14: yeah 100% you know you're trying to understand what the Yankees were trying to do with him. you know everybody in this game is pretty smart you know they just don't go too off the deep end and uh, so you're wondering what the Yankees are doing kind of what your guidelines as an organization are and kind of blending the two But, uh, you know, at first you got to go out and watch the individual and it's one thing to watch him on film and and you don't really get to see the body mannerisms of uh, in between innings and how their emotions are. Uh, You know, the toughest thing is, you know, you you really don't quantify emotions, but they're out there. So, uh, how how do you quantify that uh, is, uh, in my opinion, just experiences of watching pitchers over over 30 years in this game and how he reacts and how his body language is, and, and then you go to work and try to help him.
2: You know, James Caprillion actually hasn't really basically left the rotation, but Adam Aller has gone on the I.L., and James will take his spot in the rotation for now. And Caprillion was down in the bullpen for like a day, day and a half on the trip, and he warmed up on Sunday in Baltimore are you at all intrigued by Caprillion and the possibility that he might, that his staff might really play in the bullpen, maybe in the 7th inning or the 8th inning? I think,
14: you know, when you're looking at uh, starters, you know, who, who you depend on to start a Major League Baseball game, uh, you also in the back of your mind always are thinking about not just James but all your pitchers, what could they do pitching out of the bullpen? Could they get a spike in velocity? Could that spike in velocity also mean a little bit, uh, tighter and and late breaking breaking ball. So, you know, it's always intriguing uh, I know James wants to start, you know, but I, I also go back to uh, a great reliever We had a few years ago here Liam Hendricks, you know Liam Hendricks once started for the Minnesota Twins and and Liam went through the waiver Wire with a couple teams before he found his niche in that bullpen and for Liam you know, he found it as the closer. I think his concentration level, knowing that every pitch he throws, the game is on the line, uh, kind of made him a better pitcher. So, you know, sometimes you think and dream about that with some of your starters. Sometimes, look, you only get five starters, and generally you get eight relievers. So, at some point in time, when you're building a depth chart of of good starting pitching, and you can only have five, you got to start maybe thinking about some others in that bullpen. All right,
2: that's good stuff. All right, Towney, that's Scott Emerson, and. Warm Wednesday should be a good ball game, the A's and the Braves, and we'll send things back down to you.
4: Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful summer day. By the way, Waldichuk, Strider, you got some big time stuff on the mound today, and these outings are huge for guys like Ken Waldachuk and J.P. Sears, who have come over in that Yankee trade. Here's the manager, Mark Kotze.
12: For Sears. You know, he had touched the big league team, and for Waldachuk, he didn't get that opportunity to pitch in the big leagues for the Yankees. So, you know, they're, they're different lefties, they have different little different styles. But for them to have a little bit of history together, it's it's probably comforting uh, in their relationship together to to be here and, and have one another to lean on and talk to. But I feel like they fit right in. Their transition process was as seamless as it possibly could be.
4: Yeah, you're living out your dream. You've always wanted to be a Major League Baseball player, and you're getting that chance. It doesn't get any better than this. It's the A's. It's the Braves next, and I'll
6: talk to you after the ball game. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com.
5: How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. And he can do just about anything because... I make the
9: earth take the shape that I want it to take.
5: But the Hubbards use their 1025R because. We really are trying to create this homestead. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deal. Get a one series tractor for just $124 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll free 855 633 2315.
6: Like sports, business is about winning